Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plasticfree305. Welcome back, everybody. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our YouTube handle is at LA Rams Up. Hey, we're not insiders here. We're just Rams fans that love talking about our LA Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Episode 204 of Rams Up. We're going to continue our player focus series, getting into some wide receivers this time. Demarcus Robinson, Tyler Johnson, and seemingly everybody's second favorite Rams wide receiver these days, Lance McCutcheon. We're going to talk about all three of these guys because they could be fighting for a single or possibly two roster spots this coming training camp. Get to some Ram ruminations. Man, this trade talk that's popping up everywhere. The Rams are trying to get rid of Stafford. The Rams are going to trade Donald. I even saw one cup to the Lions. Trade proposals from God knows who turning into trade rumors. So annoying. That's all I'm going to say about that. Just ignore it. Block it. Don't click on it. It's a waste of your time. And if you're a fan of Cooper Cup, I think we all are, go to YouTube and search for Alex Rollins' video 
dedicated to Cooper Cup and Cup's what Rollins calls his rule of threes, how he gets separation against NFL defensive backs, highly entertaining. Check it out. Good stuff. Before we get to that player focus, I thought I would spend some time, a few minutes here, comparing the Rams' 53-man roster or potential 53-man roster to last year's 53 and make an assessment on whether various position groups have improved, stayed the same, or gotten worse. So let's walk through this. We'll start with the offense. Quarterback. Last year, Stafford, John Wolford, and Bryce Perkins this year, Stafford, a healthy Stafford, Stetson Bennett, and Brett Ripien. I'm going to say this unit's improved for two reasons. Stafford is obviously healthy, and I already have much more faith in our two new backup quarterbacks than what it turned out we had last year. So quarterback and improvement. Running back, I think we're improved there too. Last year, Akers, Daryl Henderson, and Jake Funk Along with Kyron Williams this year, Akers and Williams return, and we add Zach Evans and Sony Michelle. I think that's a significant improvement. Daryl Henderson ended up disappointing. Jake Funk has moved on. Gotta be hopeful that Zach Evans and Sony Michelle can really bring something. Kyron Williams is still a little bit of an unknown, but overall, definitely an improved unit. Tight end. Well, last year we just had Higby and Hopkins. And they both return. And I don't think Higby was really 100% last year. And we also have Hunter Long and Davis Allen. I'm going to say this unit's pretty much the same. Could end up being better. We'll have to see, though. The wide receiver group. We had seven on the roster last year. That includes five guys that are returning. Cup, Jefferson, Atwell, Skaronic, and McCutcheon, although Jefferson was hurt. So now Jefferson comes back healthy. No more Allen Robinson, no more Brandon Powell, but we add Puka Nakua and potentially another wide receiver. We're going to get into that in the next segment. So overall, this unit's improved for two reasons. Van Jefferson's healthy, and I think our additions are an improvement over Powell and Allen Robinson, who we all know is quite a disappointment. Our offensive line, well, we've added Evila, the rookie, second round draft pick, and Logan Brest comes back healthy. The only loss is David Edwards. A lot of healthy guys coming back, including Noteboom, Brian Allen, Coleman Shelton's coming back, Rob Havenstein. Pretty good group and overall improved just based on, well, look at it this way. David Edwards moves on, Steve Avila and Logan Bress come into the fold, and a bunch of other guys that are really healthy as opposed to last year. Special teams, I'm going to have to say the special teams are worse. The loss of Matt Gay and Brandon Powell really hurt. Our new punter looks promising. I'll call that a wash right now. Could be an improvement. But two out of three positions we have to have a little bit of concern about. And we have a new long snapper. Not really concerned there, though. Now our defensive line. Donald Copeland and Jonah Williams return. We lose Greg Gaines and Ashawn Robinson. Kobe Turner and Bobby Brown are hopefully going to step in and fill a void there. And then who knows who that sixth defensive lineman will be. That's how many we carried at the start of the last season. Six out of 53 were defensive linemen. So there's some unknowns here. Aaron Donald is still the core of this unit. But overall, the loss of Robinson and Gaines, there's no way you can say that this unit hasn't taken a hit 
and is worse off than last year, at least for now. As far as the edge, I am going to say we are worse off, but not as worse off as you might think. The loss of Floyd hurts, but nobody else that we lost is really contributing that much. Even Floyd was a little bit off for much of the year. Michael Hoyt comes back and a bunch of new guys. Hampton, Byron Young, Daniel Hardy, is he going to pitch in this year? But until we know better, we're going to have to say this unit is a little bit worse off than last year. Not as bad as you think, though. Remember, last year, this unit included Terrell Lewis and Justin Hollins on opening day. So have we really fallen off that much? No, not really. The loss of Floyd, though, will definitely hurt. Inside linebacker, yeah, we're worse off. No more Bobby Wagner. Ernest Jones stepping up into that number one role. Ernest Jones and pray for rain, I guess, is what we're doing right now. We have to be a little bit concerned about this unit once you get past Ernest Jones. Cornerback, yes, we are worse off. The loss of Jalen Ramsey changes everything. It's going to be a different unit, that's for sure. The Witherspoon addition helps. Kobe Durant looks like a solid cornerback. But yeah, we have to be a little concerned about cornerback. And the safety group, I'm going to say the same. I'm tempted to say it's improved. A healthy Jordan Fuller is better than Taylor Rapp or Nick Scott, I would argue. And Russ Yeast and Quentin Lake, both promising second-year guys. And then we have the three rookies, the one drafted, the two undrafted, that could all make this roster. I really have very little concern about our safety group. So I'll rehash this once more on offense. None of the units have taken a hit. They are all improved except for tight end, which I'd say is a wash the same. Special teams, a little worse off. No concerns about our punter and long snapper, though. Got to hope our kicker comes through. Our defensive line edge, inside linebacker, and cornerback have all taken a step back. A couple of them not as bad off as you think, though. And I think our safety group is a wash as well. And I think by week three or four, you will conclude that we have actually improved at the safety position. And I'm going to come back in an episode or two, and I will compare this potential 53-man opening day roster to what we started with opening day 2021, the year we went off on a Super Bowl run. We'll get to the player focus. Three wide receivers on our radar in a second here. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plasticfree305. Hi, this is Mariah from Rams Up. Don't forget to like and subscribe. A few weeks out from training camp, and I am continuing my player focus series. We've talked about Oshan Mathis, Warren McClendon, Last episode, we talked about three defensive linemen fighting for a roster spot. And this episode, I'm going to talk about three receivers that may be fighting for the final spot on this roster. Let's kick this off by looking at the Rams' initial 53-man roster last year. Seven wide receivers, Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, he is gone, of course, Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell, and Ben Skaronik plus Brandon Powell and Lance McCutcheon. So seven wide receivers. Two of them have moved on. 
Powell and Allen Robinson, let's use that as our starting point, looking at which wide receivers have more or less made this roster, I think, and which ones could be in trouble, could be fighting for a spot. I'm pretty sure Cooper Cup has made the roster, unless he's traded to the Lions. Another silly proposal thrown out on the internet. Van Jefferson, he'll be there for sure. Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua will be on this roster. And when I presented my locks for the Rams roster on the offensive side of the ball, I did not include Ben Skaronic. I said it was probably a 90-95% chance he will be on this roster. But for this discussion, Ben Skaronic is our number four or five receiver, maybe even our number three receiver, but let's deduce that he has made this roster. That leaves two more spots. And who's competing for those spots? Demarcus Robinson, Lance McCutcheon, Tyler Johnson, and Austin Trammell. There's a couple other guys, but I think the seven-man wide receiver group will be made up of Cup, Jefferson, Atwell, Nakua, and Skaronic, plus pick two, Robinson, McCutcheon, and Tyler Johnson. Now, there could be a surprise there. I'm not writing this in cement. There's only a couple guys in the universe that may already have the answer, and they're not talking. So let's roll with this discussion with what we do know. I want to talk about Tyler Johnson first out of Minnesota, 61205. He got a pretty good draft profile rating on NFL.com, 5.99, set all kinds of records at the University of Minnesota. If you read his draft profile, he sounds like a guy that will battle for the ball, win when catches are contested, but really doesn't separate that well, doesn't have great speed, and has limitations in route running. He's in his fourth year after being drafted in the fifth round in 2020 by the Bucks. Two years with the Bucks, 48 catches, 529 yards, and two TDs. A little bit of a roller coaster career. The Bucks waived him. He was claimed by the Texans. Then he was released. Claimed by the Bucks again. Spent some time on the practice squad. Then the Raiders signed him to a reserve future contract. But then he was waived earlier this year. And then the Rams picked him up. Lance McCutcheon out of Montana State, 6'3", 202. And I think he has a lot of similarities to Tyler Johnson as far as the profile goes. Similar size, a little bit taller than Johnson. Grew up in Bozeman, Montana. As a high school senior, he got 40 passes for 780 yards and 12 touchdowns and also had 10 interceptions on defense. So he goes to Montana State. As a senior, he caught 61 passes for over 1,200 yards, scored nine total touchdowns, all first-team Big Sky Conference. So he's moving into his second year, still looking for his first NFL catch. Of course, he led the NFL in the 2022 preseason with 259 yards on 15 catches. We all saw it. We are all extremely excited about his prospects. Some people, I think, may be a little overexcited. An undrafted free agent excelling in the preseason is one thing, making their mark in the NFL during the regular season, something entirely different. Hey, first, you got to get on the field. And when you have guys like Scott Ronick, Cup, Jefferson, and Allen Robinson already on the roster, not a lot of chances for Lance McCutcheon in his rookie year. Got on the field a little bit late in the season. That was really pulling for him to get some catches, get some action. Didn't happen. 
Sports Illustrated's draft profile on McCutcheon, a true X receiver, meaning he can beat man coverage at the line of scrimmage, very long arms, just like Johnson, will win contested catches, outmuscles defenders, uses his positioning very well to deny the defender the opportunity to get to the ball, solid route runner, Montana State lined McCutcheon up on both sides of the field, slot and in the backfield. So a guy that you could theoretically use a lot of different ways in this Rams offense. Now I mentioned McCutcheon, 6'3", 202, Johnson, 6'1", 205. The third guy we're going to talk about, Demarcus Robinson, 6'1", 203. So these guys all have very similar physical profiles, much like Van Jefferson and Cooper Cup, by the way. NFL.com gave him a 6.20 rating coming out of Florida. Elite combination of straight line speed and quick twitch athleticism. Electric vertical talent. This is all from their profile. Ability to hit the home run after the catch. Now this is the issue with Robinson and this is what hurt him in the draft. He was suspended four times while at Florida and he also had 11 drops to 106 catches. And one scout said, you're not going to get drafted early if you're known as Mr. Suspension. And sure enough, Robinson lasted till the fourth round. So he's entering his eighth year. Last year, 48 catches, 458 yards, and four TDs with the Ravens. Spent his first six years with the Chiefs, 193 catches, over 2,000 yards, and 11 TDs on his career. So who is going to make this roster if we're picking two guys out of this group and throw in Austin Trammell and a couple other undrafted rookies? I think Tyler Johnson may end up being the odd man out. Lance McCutcheon coming back for a second year. The Rams clearly like him. They know what he can do, even though it was the preseason really produced. Just needs his chance, I think. And I think Demarcus Robinson, if he has his head on straight, He could be a very productive receiver in this offense. Could even compete for that number three spot. Could jump over Tutu Atwell and Ben Skalronik. Love his athleticism and his physical traits. And over 2,000 yards in the league. So it's not like he really has to prove himself. He just has to be more consistent and get his opportunities. So final thoughts on this. Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, and Tutu Atwell will be on this roster, as will the rookie Puka Nakua. Ben Skowronik, I don't think he's a lock, but man, you got to love the way he blocks and the way you can use him almost like an extra tight end. Two more spots open. I think they're going to go to Demarcus Robinson and Lance McCutcheon. I think Robinson will have more opportunities on the field. McCutcheon will be more of a depth guy, probably will not be active most Sundays. Demarcus Robinson will. Tyler Johnson, Austin Trammell, the odd guys out. And a little sad, Tyler Johnson, just this past week, talking about how great this receiver group could be. And it could. It could be a very solid, versatile group with a lot of flexibility, good depth. But Tyler, glad you love this group. I'm just afraid you might not be a part of it. Could be wrong here. It's early. Training camp hasn't even started. I don't mean to count anybody out but my money is on Robinson and McCutcheon over Trammell and Johnson at this point. We've got some more player focuses coming up. We're going to look at Jake Hummel, Christian Roseboom, another couple of guys that Ram fans probably are not as familiar with as they should be. 
with Bobby Wagner moving on. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about Sonny Michelle and a couple of these other running backs. Interesting running back room, a solid running back room, but just like the wide receiver group, some questions that we probably won't find the answer to for quite some time. going to do it for this episode remember you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com visit our website at ramsup.com and don't forget about our youtube channel our handle is at laramsup.com until next time keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there music courtesy of the youtube audio library tracks featuring bar crawl by track tribe Buckeye Banzai by Vans in Japan, and Crimson Fly by Hamama. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plastic-free 305.